Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. The pod racing scene down on Tatooine Too fast and furious on amphetamines And he can really fly for just a little guy Today he's gonna be a big Jedi Because we're really trying But even though he's died Couldn't see the threat from the dark side He fought with Obi-Wan His own relation gone Now like Frankenstein he is reborn Fighting the dark side Lightsaber in his hand Jedi, a Jedi The force in his command a little later on, they blew a motor on They set up probes and the rebel base was found They sent the addicts down, the walkers shook the ground Turned in the shields, there was chaos all around Who did the toilet bleed? He asked the one to be so Welcome back this week, I'm James Hamilton Travis McFalls And we have a guest with us Caleb, pleasure to be here Hi Caleb, how are you? Fantastic It's a new, new experience Never done a podcast, but uh, Yeah, you guys, this is going to be fun I like this I thought we'd bring you in right away because uh, this week we are inundated with like short, I don't know, short categories of things, not necessarily deep anywhere, but um, Star Wars. Star Wars has been on my mind a lot. It, we're starting to get into that commercial cycle where when you watch a football game or want to watch any of your favorite shows, it's just commercial after commercial after commercial after commercial. Well, and, and you get the long dramatic commercials at like halftime where it's like halftime starting and they're like, no. You don't get to you. You don't get to walk away, and you, you need a buffalo wing. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna you're gonna buckle up and see what Tom Cruise is rocking in the new sci-fi action piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you and your nachos. Get your ass back on They're the couch. In a spaceship? Is it aliens? I don't know. I feel like I've seen every climactic scene in sci-fi effect, but uh, yeah, they're, they're two minutes trailers. They've Classic. been doing a little bit better with the Star Wars, don't you think? I mean, you're not seeing the entire movie. Sure. No, absolutely. I, I don't know one of the main characters. I feel like there's a pilot. I think there's a couple of pilots because it's Rogue Squadron. I mean, you, yeah, you would assume. Yeah. And there's a, there's a female. Yeah. And they get together. <laughs> that sounds about and, right. <laughs> and I go feel out. like that could definitely be a central plot point. Yes. <laughs> As I understand it, the new movie's basic plot line is that they're... Uh, at the beginning stages of the war, it's sort of a prequel, and they're going to try to steal the plans for the Death Star. Okay. See, I know in Return of the Jedi, it was Bothan spies. Many Bothan spies lost their lives to get this information to us. Oh, that's right. That girl was so dramatic. Mon Mothma. Came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Good memory. She, she was, she was like, like the Alec Guinness of Return of the Jedi because they had already killed him off. And then yeah. suddenly they brought in like this really classically Shakespearean <laughs> actor to deliver one monologue. <laughs> and give it just enough credibility <laughs> for the Death Star. So, Before it's all computer effects from the 70s <laughs> stay on target. It's like many people died to accomplish this. This is our only chance to stop the Imperial <laughs> Army. So apparently, so this one, though, is the first one where, like, Leia, isn't that the one where, like, uh, in the first Star Wars, that's where Leia gives them, like, their uh, kind of like the little pep talk, like, they're all gathered around her, like, she's fucking coach, and she's like, all right, let's go. And like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, we're just going to take the field here against the fucking Death Star. Al let's Pacino. go, boys. Al Pacino yeah. any given Sunday. <laughs> yeah. there, there are inches everywhere in this solar system <laughs> around scene. us. Love that scene. <laughs> uh, th- but this one doesn't involve anybody but Vader, right? That's the only carry-through character. Everybody else is fresh. So is Vader actually, is it confirmed that he's in it? Because I've heard maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I think Vader's in it, and everybody else is sort of just new characters, kind of a new storyline. Yeah, I mean, I'll go see it, but at the same time, I always feel, I feel like a sucker every time I give Star Wars my money, but at the same time, it's fucking Star Wars. Are Entertaining. You, yeah. You guys get into fan, uh, you know, like fan stories, what do they call that? Where you Fan have, fiction? Thank you. Are you into that? Do you read uh, that? I wrote some fan fiction of my own, actually. Is that the Aliens young. shenanigans that you're referring to, or is that something Oh, else? no, that's something that I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Aliens thing. What? Actually, if I go up to Wisconsin for New Year's, I'm going to continue working on my Aliens prequel script. So, so what's, the, what's the other fan fiction? Is it Star Wars? Is yeah, I did some? some Star Wars geek shit. Takes place, like, back in the Old Republic. Way before I never, Skywalker. I never wrote anything, but I mean, if, if I had recorded 
like my playing with a hundred Star Wars action figures, like eighth grade to That's like fair. to, to, <laughs> to <grade>. like junior <laughs> level. I mean, yeah. technically it was a little earlier, but like that, those were that was just as on the level as yeah. fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. A lot of mine came through like D and D style games. Mm-hmm. So then you know you would kind of start writing. Excellent. Um, yep. Used to do D and D. Yep. Good yeah. dungeon master essential. Yes. Yes. And. Um, God, I think the last one I did was, um, uh, let's see, my fiance, my Alaskan fiance. Uh, <laughs> when uh, I was right before I moved up to Alaska, I was in Pennsylvania and she was in Alaska. And actually, she was a great dungeon master and she would do that. We had like um, some Star Wars RPGs that we would do. I was like 24. So I'm still this geeking is, out and into it. This is so weird because this is like first time ever trying a podcast and like literally three weeks ago, randomly like decided to team up with the dungeon master to try and make him like elaborate and get into some more complex plot lines and, like, write <laughs> stuff out. and it's just like oh well yes there there is that one time so you and, guys are uh, into this fan fiction stuff I, I, so aware, much so definitely. that you're teaming up with dungeon masters to well, improve their dungeon master skills i mean some it's like it's like when you play a video game and you know exactly what movie they're referencing and you're yeah. like, yeah, this is still sweet because I did always want to rob that casino in Vegas. Right, right, right. And then you just go with it. And so then like you get a dungeon master who's like, okay, here's the plot line I'm thinking. And you're like, oh, you mean like a vampire scenario in Blade where you need to like <laughs> slaughter them and then they come back at your home base and kill your old veteran person who's been advising you? Yeah, I've seen this story. Let's yeah, roll with it. Yeah, I've seen this played let's, out. Let's but, put it to a Neil Young soundtrack. <laughs> let's play for keeps. <laughs> let's see what happens here. I don't know which way the dice is going to roll. It's not plagiarism if it's slightly different. Yeah, yeah. But with Star Wars, there's literally so many pages of fan fiction, you couldn't get to all of it. No, you couldn't. It Have is. you read any of it, a page of it? I think I read one of the... I think... Okay, so this is going to sound ridiculous. What was the last Star Wars movie that came out? Episode 7. Uh, was the title? Force Awakens. Okay. I remember reading the book that it's allegedly, but that Disney has completely disclaimed it's based on. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? There's a sequel book out there. And I remember reading that and so when I saw Force Awakens, I was like, oh, I know where they're going with this. I have anticipation. And I could be way off because Disney disclaimed it, but I think that's a throwaway. I think yeah, they're they trying call it, they to call it the it. expanded universe now. Yeah. What happened was they wrote all these books. It, originally, it started with Bantam, and they'd write these children's books and adult books. And um, it was awesome. The expanded universe was awesome. Han and Leia were together. And then Del Rey took over. And then Del Rey, like uh, Han and Leia, had, of course, Jedi twins, a guy and a girl. And then their youngest son was named Anakin. And when, as soon as Del Rey took over, they wanted to show that they were boss. And they started right away with killing Chewie. And they killed Chewie. He gets, he gets crushed by a moon. Bold strategy. <laughs> right? Don't really think it paid off, though. It pissed a lot of people off. And then they just started, like, you know, Del um, Bantamid you know, gone through all this effort to build this great, um, you know, continuing story of what happens to Luke and Leia and all of them after Return of the Jedi. And then it's like, as soon as Del Rey came in, they were just like fucking hit squad. Just nope, nope. They're just popping people off left and right. And, and it's these are, so these are both publishers, Bam, Bam, Bantam, Bantam, Bantam and Del Rey. And Del Rey are yeah, two different book, book publishers. publishers. And, like, literally, like, George Lucas told him, the only people you can't kill are the big three, Han, Luke, and Leia. And so, of course, so Del Rey's just like, all right, well, we'll kill everyone else around him. Starting with Chewbog. Starting with Chewie. The beloved character of all time. Starting with Chewie, and we're going to crush him with a fucking moon. A play on a best friend that talks in a secret language and is a puppy. Yes. They, um... Drown him. (laughs) So they, um... So I'm kind of glad now that, like... These new movies are coming out, and they're disclaiming those books. Because then go figure, too, what do they have to do? They have to have uh, the one twin go to the dark side, just like his grandfather, because we all know that we make the same decisions that our grandparents made. I smoke. You know? I, yeah, so do I. Where do you come in in, in the Star Wars lore and like the, the extracurriculars that comes with being such a super fan? I got out of Star Wars right when I found out... Um, I, my... I I have some some reservations with George Lucas, <laughs> and uh, in previous episodes I brought this up, but basically he was a staff writer 
when my dad was in Hollywood doing scripts. And some of my dad's material was taken by that man for some of his projects. Oh, boy. It's not plagiarism. And, uh, it's slightly different. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it's not. But uh, I don't know. When I heard that, I just it, it put a bad taste in my mouth. So Absolutely. I didn't follow the universe. But then when it was bought by Disney, I thought, well, let's, you know, let's see what they're going to do with it. So when the, the uh, what's it called, the new beginning? Force Awakens. Thank you, Force Awakens. It was sort of like they took the very first picture and part of the third picture and just turned it all into like a let's catch this generation up kind of movie. Yeah, I I think it was very much definitely like technically episode four, but it was pretty much the original. Why why did he sit on it for so long? Why did George Lucas sit on one, two, and three so long? I mean, it was just so much intellectual property there. and It seemed like he had the imagination to make it just rock star cool. And it never happened. Well, and then he waited too long, and then he... He had just made red tails, so you're going to need to bounce back from that. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking shit. God, that was if you, if you, as George Lucas, critically acclaimed auteur, make a movie like Red Tails about African-American pilots in World War II, you're going you're gonna to either do it perfect and full budget, or you're going you're gonna to step back and need to rebound with your classics. And look racist as fuck. <laughs> Well, I think yeah. the only reason... It's not he, your story. It's not your story to right. tell me. Yeah. You can't well, do that. I, I think he just did it because... Tyler Perry for could have done wife. that story better no. than George Lucas. <laughs> oh, 100% Tyler true. Perry's red tails. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. He just shot at you. No. uh How close was red tails <laughs> to Crystal Skull? Because he was involved in that oh, train wreck right. too, right? Well, that was the I refused ultimate, to watch. I refused to watch Crystal Skull. That was the ultimate franchise tune-up. That's there. what everybody was scared of with the new Star Wars, is that it was going to be like a 60-year-old Harrison Ford still whipping people and, and you know, riding on jeeps and shenanigans. And that's yeah. what happened. And that's exactly <laughs> what it was, yeah. Is it because he not fucked Star Wars? Not Star Wars. Star Indiana Wars. Jones, Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars, they, you know, they did it, they did it well. Because... Four, five, and six were great, right? So mm-hmm. we have Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Jedi, which I call and, four, five, and six. Yep. Then one, and two, and three were awful. Empire right. Strikes Back is it, gold. Empire's the one. I love seeing the yeah. good guys, you know, get turned on their heels. And that was just a straight up slaughter fest. Everyone's betraying you. We're blowing you up. Oh, you think you got away? Ha ha! You're in the asteroid field. You're not getting away from anything. Oh, you think you escaped the asteroid field? Ha ha! <laughs> Bounty hunter got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. And then they had Jedi, which had the Ewok, which is really what bore Jar Jar, right? Like everybody's right. affection and the merchandising for the Ewok. Right, because all these the, kids, yeah, yeah, love the Ewoks growing Get up. the locals on your team. <laughs> You're going to need the locals to overturn <laughs> the Empire. And they lost a lot of grit with the new CGI. I felt like the older movies felt, I don't know, there was something more organic about them, and then they brought the new ones in, and it just felt like somewhere between a cartoon and a stage play. Yeah, there's only been two movies that I've ever walked out of in my life, and neither of them I paid for. I uh, the first was uh, Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley. How I fucking dare walked you out of that movie out of too. That. How dare both <laughs> I of you? I walked out of that too. How yeah. dare you? Well, because Terrible. at the time we didn't know Chris Farley was going to die. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I remember you looked at him though, and you're like, "Holy shit, this guy's about to fucking <laughs> John Candy it." Fucking you get sure. you get yeah. Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat <laughs> straight facing it, and you get Chris Farley picking up the bombshell Beverly Hills blonde. Yeah, I no. want to walk in you traffic. Stick around. <laughs> you wait right for Chris of- Rock to take credit as being the great black ninja. You wait for that line. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That was I, horrible. I got the fuck out. And I was embarrassed for him. Yeah, same here. <laughs> like, uh, you know, at least he came out with that Matthew Perry movie, which was better. Almost before, Heroes. Almost Heroes, yeah. yeah that Lewis was much Clark, better. But not Lewis and Clark? Yeah, yeah. They were like the anti-Lewis and Clark. But... So that was the first movie I had ever walked out on. And then the second movie was um, Return of the Jedi. I snuck into it. And then as soon as it got to the scene in Jabba's Palace, you know, with the Max Rebo band and they're originally playing. Oh, this is the remastered version. Yes. And it's oh. the remastered version in 1997. And they I put snu- like a Britney Spears wannabe CGI alien, like, uh, some, because it's cooler. Yeah. And like, they put in like this fucking, like, essentially like, elect- like, I don't know, fucking, what would you call it? Like a CGI'd Muppet, basically. And then, like, he's doing, like, blues rap, but in, like, a tease. Just, chewy, chaka, chicky, chaka, chewy, and I, fuck you, I'm gone. Scatting. <laughs> like, seriously, I walked out of Star Wars. Because they, they basically blew the, fir- the original Jedi up when they re-released him in theaters, for those of you that don't remember that, because that was, what is it, teetering on 20 years ago? 
Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. It was 97, yeah, yeah, when they started re-releasing They re-released 1, 2, and 3 <laughs> to a huge audience, and they added little things to get people interested. Right, in to get them, them to go back a second time to, yep. yeah, then to re-watch they came in it. with the episode 1, 2, and 3 because it was yep. a quest for more money. Yes. And it, it was, was like, yeah. oh, there is, there's, you know what there is? More, more money. More money. Oh, Re-released action figures? Yeah. Forget about it. In the yeah. original packaging. That sucked, too, yeah. for collectors. I didn't like that. I played yeah. a hundred. Probably worth, like, probably five grand had I not played as a child, but I did. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Cost of imagination, five grand. <laughs> Do you think they coincide releasing Star Wars with this time of year based on the fact that they know that a lot more men are going to be available to go? There won't be a significant other keeping them from going. How so? Because uh, most guys I know are like, dude, it's fucking Star Wars. I'm going. Apparently, from early November through New Year's, you know, give or take a few days after New Year's, mm-hmm. it's the most popular time to break up. Really? Like vi- far and away, according to Facebook status, Match.com, uh, and there's several other metrics that would just bore you, but. This is the time. So if you're going to get broken up with, it's right in this wheelhouse. Wait a second. What's the timeline to this? Uh, early November through New Year's. Through That's New Year's. ridiculous because I feel like December through March is the ultimate find the girl. Like you've been single for eight months. Okay, you're guaranteed to stumble upon one who wants a Christmas present, who right. wants a Valentine date, <laughs> who wants a kiss on New Year's. Yeah. And that's exactly coincided with when all the chicas are jumping shit. See, what I've noticed is for me, well... Wait, I'll, is it chicas I'll, breaking up or is it guys breaking up? Do we it's have just breakups period. Break break yep. In March, I'm actually, trying, you mentioned I'm, March. March is second. What? The month of March is the second most popular time to be broken up. Just I'm thankful for leaving my because, loved one. It's probably just because like, it's like right after Valentine's Day. So the guy's like, all right, let's just get through this. Maybe I'll... You know, maybe maybe it'll be a nice magical Valentine's Day, and then Valentine's Day happens, and all that stress. Bad play, society. Bad play. You don't you don't go to Thanksgiving Day with your your loved one's family, and then and then jump ship right before you have to buy a (laughs) buy a Christmas present, (laughs) and then go to New Year's bar trying to find a random smooch (laughs) to get fulfillment, and then spend Valentine's Day eating ice cream, watching the DVD release of the new Star Wars movie. (laughs) See, I I, all of my big breakups have been in February, right before Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day's third. Yeah, it's all been right before Valentine's Day, and then I would say like my third biggest breakup that I can remember would. That was in the summer. That was like in August, September. Mm-hmm. So, this, uh, this professes that there's a lot of infidelity around Halloween. Okay. And then there is the anxiety of meeting <laughs> someone's family whom you don't feel like you're going to ever see again because you know you're going to break up with them. So then Thanksgiving, <laughs> just like, right? All right. Yeah, right. let's and cut then, this off. This then, is shenanigans. If, if you're in a relationship, you got to commit. you got to go to that family gathering and you got to eat that turkey. And you've got to put on that fucking cro- Crosby sweater. <laughs> this is bullshit. You've got to put on that Cosby sweater and you fucking smile your little smile. And you fucking eat the fucking turkey. You know what? I'll back you. I'll back you, but I will not back Caleb because Caleb's girlfriend is sitting 10 feet from him. That's she true. is right on the couch. <laughs> I just decorated and this fucking a guy tree. is getting points. The rest of us know. Like, if you don't really like a chick and Christmas is rolling, you're like, oh, you don't want to look bad. I'm not shit. even celebrating right. Christmas with her. We're rocking Hanukkah as, as, two, as two raised Lutherans. We're doing Hanukkah-style presents. All right, eight crazy seven nights. Days. Yep, exactly. Good for you. Wait, is it eight? Ooh, should have done my homework. <laughs> Only got seven. <laughs> Only got seven. Thought it was lucky seven, man. <laughs> Go out to dinner for the eighth. <laughs> there you go. The, um, that's funny because like that actually coincides with something um, that I was just thinking about recently, and it seems to me like most Northerners go into heat in the wintertime, which just baffles me because, like... I you mean, like, they're frisky? Yeah. Heat? Okay. Yeah. Like... Northerners? Is that what we are? You know there's a whole country about us. Northerners and, like, well, Canadians. Jesus, don't get me started. But, like, right. But I've noticed people, like, compared to down south, you know, like, up north in the more northern states where you have longer winters, i.e. Minnesota, i.e. Wisconsin. Okay. That people, like, and it's... I've asked a few people about it, and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely true. 
We go into heat in the wintertime. I feel like if you were to try and have sex in Louisiana in July, you would have to train yourself in a sauna for six months. Yeah. God, like, you really went depressing there. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> Everything's in slow motion. You might as well be, like, covered in, like, liquid cement with all this sweat <laughs> and slowed movement. Yeah. And every time yeah. you breathe, tastes Texas, like... Texas isn't much different. Yeah, you've got that fucking humid... Oh, man. Arizona, right? You lived in Arizona? Yeah, but Arizona, at least, yeah. But it's a dry heat. You get the nights. The nights in the Arizona. The nights are nice. Yeah. Flawless. Exactly. You just have to stay in that air-conditioned hell until that fucking sun goes down. Just walk shade to shade. Yep, yep. Shade to shade. Dude. Lawn to lawn. Lawn to lawn, too. You know, stay on that grass. I never saw grass in Arizona. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. We had, we had burnt grass. If you think about Obi <laughs> a little bit, Obi broke up with String Bean and was elated he didn't have to buy a Christmas present. You remember? No, I thought he was just all depressed. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, he was, you know, he's very pragmatic about things. He'll, like, weigh the value of one thing against <laughs> so another. At the end of the day, he's just like, yeah. well, Jesus Christ, at least I uh, didn't have to buy her a fucking present. Yep, yep, exactly. So, yeah. It's not so bad. I, uh, I saved myself some bucks. So, so it's not totally unbelievable. We do know somebody directly related that would be, you know, like, well, at least I don't have to buy a gift. All right, well, then, okay, well, someone like Obi, then, all right, let's use this. Do you think he gets more frisky in the wintertime? That's you think probably he's more on the example. prowl? That's probably a bad example. Yeah, it's true. He's always frisky. Yeah, Obi, yeah Some Obi, sort of Obi never cat. slows down. No. no. But uh, have any of you, have you guys been broken up at this period of time? Just, just, just right in the family cycle of things? Like, No, it's always in February for me. February. Right after the family cycle. Usually it's like, all right, fuck you. Christmas didn't go the way I wanted it to. You suck, Travis. My family hates you. Um... You know, I'm almost surprised, like, that they haven't tried to milk the Valentine's Day present. Like, all right, all right, well, if I, I stay with this asshole for I've one more week, I've gotten I'll get a, for present. a Valentine's Day present. I've only, like, I feel like there's only... How many times have you been broken up with? Like, three, four? So you've been broken up with three, four times. How many like times have you been of, broken up? No, yeah. uh, broken up, like, I was the dumped... Yes. One heavy one. Just once. One heavy one. You went, yeah. like, Elliot Smith style afterwards? Yeah, well, you you remember? Like I was, I was, I was down for Do a you while. Miss me, miss <laughs> what about you? Where I've you been dumped in? probably, I don't know, three four times, and of the three or four times, only once during this period of time. That's and what I, was, I mean. Uh, like we're none of us have really been hit in that time frame. Travis has yeah. got one. In February, I, I yeah. had like, and then I usually had, I'm the dumpy, the dumper, yeah, the dumper. Yep. <laughs> Obi got dumped in this oh, window, dump though. Hair. I got hit r- after Valentine's Day, like right after St. Patty's. That's when I got hit then. And then I got hit like two in weeks March. before my birthday in June. And that's those are the only two that stand out. June's a weird time to get dumped. It really is. Yeah. It's like, where did this come from? Beach. Yeah, like where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. Mm. Like, I, like I can kind of get like the September thing, especially when you were younger. Because maybe like back to school and like, okay, let's, you know, go our separate ways and let's start a new school year fresh or something. College almost seems like August, September. That would seem like the 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 college age. Yep. August, September. And then uh, slashing hearts on Christmas. Yeah, and then slashing hearts on Christmas, right before Christmas. But you picture the picture you painted was like she was at the Valentine's gift cards and just read all of them and felt nothing and then broke up with you. I mean, it's almost, I mean, we just kind of, we had some arguments. Um, and then, like, I thought everything was going to be all right. Like, I just did one of those, like, okay, just don't fucking talk to me for a couple days. Well, that works well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, that did not work well. <laughs> I'm the exact Monday, opposite. like, I needed, like, I needed, like, Saturday, Sunday off. I'm like, don't fucking talk to me. If someone smashes my heart with a gavel, I am going to just put my poker face on and just not even blink. And just like, oh, yeah, that's... No worries. It's just like, you know, it's just like three years, whatever. So don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. If you want to grab coffee, that's kosher. It's not going to phase me, I'll tell you that much. It's not like I had the flu. <laughs> oh, I wish I, I wish I had your strength. I can't fake it at all. No, I, I, I get couldn't. emotional. I came back on Monday, and I was like, so everything's cool, right? She's like, uh, fuck you. Um, I'm already, like, I've already found. So, I mean, that tells me she was already looking for people. Because within, like, seven to ten days, she already, like, had a new date and, like, a new boyfriend. That's girls, though. 
That's I mean, immediate. Yeah, but I mean, it's like... See her, yeah. see her look over at you from the... She knows. <laughs> they just have to put the lure in the lake and a you fish comes. You already yeah. have a plan B? Seriously, I think they do. Like, Speaking they're insidious. heart-slashing time. They're insidious. I can <laughs> see her back there going like, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. They at least she'll say she doesn't have a plan B, and then it'll be like, like within 24 hours, you know, like... It was just serendipity. I happened to meet him only, only 24 hours after. It's probably going to be John Cusack, too. Yeah. Uh, he's looking pretty rough. I saw his Cubs Instagram. I think you're safe there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never broken up with, huh? Hmm. So uh, That's pretty good. Only March for you. So this all, and this all happens around, well, we have Christmas time coming up. You're in that window there, Jeez. champ. And you could piss her off. Cold, yeah, cold level orange. You're right in that now. window. You're let's in that hope, Christmas window. Let's hope Hanukkah goes great. I've already forgot one of the days. This is so, not. This is not boding well. Actually, we brought you in here because it's Christmas. Yes, we did. You have oh, a Christmas right. story for that's us. Right. Well, everybody has a Christmas story. It's blowing up. Apparently, I don't. I don't know. I. I don't follow these trending things. But one of my friends showed me the other day, and I was like, just watching it in like, oh my god, this is. This is a Christmas miracle in within itself, and okay, oh, I'm mad at myself. I don't forget. I forget the state. Some trashy state in the <laughs> South, <laughs> maybe a Carolina, possibly Louisiana. Maybe you've already Virginia. gone. You've already gone after Louisiana, Could be a Georgia. I don't know. Spread it around. Spread, Spread it, around. it around. Yeah, you've Could, already gone after Louisiana. So let's not say Louisiana. Could be an alligator farmer in Florida. Not a hundred percent. Possibly a bammer. Like well outside Texarkana. Not even pretending to be Midwest Missouri Kansas, but Travis right, and I love all those states. Right in those, <laughs> right in that little we love you guys bracket of the the dirty accents, the ones that make you cringe. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, I can just feel it. It'll just be us talking to ourselves this month. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since they brought that fucking asshole on, who just that's so, talked that, about the South, that Yankee. Well, that'll that'll that play, that'll play they, they've got, this, they've, Yeah, they've got, they've New got York. pride. <laughs> Okay, so it's, it's Christmas time. You go to the mall. You're shopping. You bring the little one, nine-year-old Austin. We're going to go with Austin. Okay. Uh, uh, to the mall, and he's standing in line. He's, he's, he's waiting. Santa Claus is there. He's in the mall. And he's got, I'm going to give him my list. I'm so excited. It's an exciting time. And he goes up, and uh, he's about to go sit on his lap, and Santa calls out this chusky little nine-year-old on how many cheeseburgers he's eaten and how he should <laughs> cut down before, you know, just as, oh, easy, Tiger, you're a big fella. Santa's got weak knees. You should quit eating fast food. What do you want for Christmas? Jesus Christ, how long ago was this? This was like only a couple weeks ago. Like we're talking, no way. We're talking 14 days ago, like seriously, at max, Okay. So no way, really? He the kid breaks into tears. Okay, he's broken. His <laughs> father Christmas has just disapproved of his lifestyle and self-image, and so he cries the entire day and night. And <laughs> ma- Mama uh, comes in and is just like predicting a riot like she calls the press she goes to the papers she stages the press conference about (laughs) and like forwards it with all the terrible things and how ridiculous this is it for fat shaming apparently that's the the term that we're gonna throw out for for this that's what it is yep nailed it fat shaming (laughs) i haven't heard that term since kevin smith got kicked off an airplane (laughs) seriously Okay, so he, he, he's about to do this huge release. They're about to get the whole story. It's, it's going viral. That's what I mean. I'm surprised that, like, I don't, I don't know how many days ago this was, but it is hitting huge. Everyone's following this crisis in the dirty south with Santa. So here's what happens. Mama Bear forwards it and just hits in the intensity of, like, and it's just, it's just I can't believe that someone could say something like that, as a public figure, <laughs> as an elected politician of Santa, <laughs> as, a, as a key role model in the world. And she's got a dirtier accent than that. And she's just calling it out. Like, it sounds vicious, like a snake. 
And and then the little kid comes up, and it's, oh, my God, it's priceless. <laughs> he just comes up, and he goes, thank you. I mean, he doesn't do this exactly. I don't remember the words. But this is pretty much the gist of it. Thank you for attending my press conference today. <laughs> I just wish that Santa would have not said those things about me. I feel, though, his words were inappropriate, inappropriate, and really shouldn't have been used in that context. I thank you all for your prayers and thoughts, and I will try and move, but we just hope justice will come with Santa (laughs) resigning and and issuing a formal apology. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I've got got a few questions, of course. Uh, Number one, were his lifelong gun privileges taken away from him immediately? No call on that. Because clearly... No call on that. Oh, <laughs> that kid's gonna grow yeah. up. Wait, the kid or Santa? Kid. I don't know if Santa has gun <laughs> privileges. <laughs> that kid's gonna grow up, be like twenty-one. He's gonna be like on the fucking roof of his dorm. <laughs> Cheeseburgers! <laughs> Let's be honest. Cheeseburgers! This is this is the South. They're all armed. Let's just be completely. Santa's, <laughs> yeah. Santa's carrying. Mom's say, yeah. carrying. The that, nine-year-old already somehow. Yeah. Is at that in. point, somebody on the ground probably just takes out their gun and shoots him off the roof. You jest, but you know. That's how it ends with him speaking. It's perfectly pictured, right? If this happens in six months or 60 years, that's going to be a legendary prediction. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) We'll have to probably. Yeah. I'm calling it final words. Cheeseburgers. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. (laughs) And and, and so the whole world's heard this story except for Travis and I? That is correct. That's okay. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. But you're not not like late to the game. You know, it's not like you're just hearing about Arcade Fire now. It's just that like you you missed the first two albums in in the big release. That's all. It's not the end of the world. You know, it's only up to 15 million YouTube videos. It's not like, it's not like 500. <laughs> Great. It's not 500 million. million. Yeah. And, yeah. And the child in question, is he like obviously. Like, did you see a picture of him? He's proper Chusky. <laughs> he's good okay. Chusky. Like, <laughs> like he's shopping in a special store. Like if you were to put me and Travis together and subtract 30% and put it in a nine-year-old proportion, okay. you would have this kid. So it's sad. <laughs> It's a little. It's a sad it's a deal. Sad, you know. Like he could skateboard. He's not gonna. But he, but like he, if he really wanted, he could coast down the hill. <laughs> you just see him like get on the rollerblades and the blades just the wheels just break off. Like, did both of you guys get taken to Santa when you were little? Yeah. Never, never. Yeah, I did. You did. You don't have a single Santa picture. Not a single Santa picture. And you're Lutheran. The youngest. That's amazing. Not even who at the, the church. When you're the youngest, who the hell is going to go through the, the the routine of bringing a kid to the mall again after all the hassle of that routine and <laughs> after tradition? After like, all years. the hell they already endured. It's been like 16 years of <laughs> got to get the kid to Santa. And it's nope. This one, mm-mm. piano lessons? Nah. Nah. He's got a horse. He's it's fine. fine. He'll figure it out. <laughs> I was taken pretty much there sticks out back. every year. <laughs> I think from age, I don't know, like fucking like his as young as you could be and hand it to a stranger yeah. and uh, it being me to, i embarrassed to say like 14. Are Do you, you have the photos lined up? Yeah. Do you my have the mom, photos like lined up? In a my mom like does. Like zero through 14? Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm embarrassed to admit <laughs> I've it. I've got to see these now. Two She's second got, stop motion? You got to like post. Yeah, make a little two second stop motion video. Yeah. Like our Twitter. In my free time. Uh, <laughs> it's like eight photos. It's like one tenth of a this second. This is literally what you're going to have to do. Film. <laughs> it's over. You're going to want to use more than 10 frames per image on that. <laughs> I think the last two or three I was doing like just because I'd done... I'd done it every year, and my yeah. mom kind of wanted the picture, but I can't remember a time where it was a good experience. No, I don't. I mean, I just kind of did it. He was like, what do you want? I don't know, fucking bike. All right, smile, say cheese. Okay. Did Santa call you out as a 14-year-old? I mean, you must have been pushing Seriously, one to Seriously, like one. if I was Santa, I must have. I would have been like, uh, a little old for this fucking Shit. Yeah. Um, I would say <laughs> at about age 10, like, you I just was, stood next to him. You didn't get on Santa's okay, lap. Okay, I was about to say, because like, if this 14-year-old comes and sits on my lap, like I'd be like, the fuck are you doing, guy? Get no, the fuck off my lap. I always thought it was a creepy thing in the first place to sit on a stranger's lap. I mean, I can remember my like, earliest memories kid, like being, this is fucking weird. Eh, when you're a little kid, it's Santa and da-da-da-da. Why don't you, why don't you figure suck. it out? 
But once you figure out that it's like a fake Santa, then yeah. I don't feel like I missed out on anything. You didn't. Because right. you You're know good. what? They never Easter execute bunny, the character. Same, same shit fucking happens with the Easter bunny, too. Seriously. That's even worse because the bunny never looks like a pleasant bunny. It's some sort of Darnie, yeah, just, Donnie ah, Darko. Donnie yeah. Darko, Frank. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's not comfortable. And the Santas that you visit are somewhere between, I don't know, jail and uh, you know, the homeless shelter. Could they you, aren't professionals. Could you no. imagine if, like, you're about to go meet the bunny and over the mall intercom comes Gary Jewell's Mad World? <laughs> Game over. Uh, put a darker spin on it. find it funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I'm impressed or you're referencing they, Or if they that. were just playing it, like, you know, at the little Easter village, oh, just on a loop. Just, no. Because what is that, about 25 years old, that movie? Ah. Donnie Darko? That came out in, like, 99, 2000. Wait. Dated. 2000, 2001. Dated. Yeah. Was it that old? I thought it was mid-90s. Am I it's, wrong? It's nah, probably wrong. Yeah, it was early 2000s. Okay, so we're tickling 20 years. Jake Gyllenhaal was no. a teenager. Because like, it came out like right around the time it I turned 20. It came out in 99, we're 18 years. Drew Barrymore, Jeez. post or pre-Charlie's Angels? Hmm. I don't know. I can't make that call. It was definitely after E.T. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll concur. <laughs> I'll go ahead and agree with that. Yeah, that's just weird. No, that's just weird. She was, uh, she was not in that movie though, was she? Et? Why? No, Donnie Darko. Yeah, she was. She was She's the teacher. teacher. No shit. Cellar door. door. Yeah, cellar door. It was the most beautiful combination of words in the English language. Yeah, it her. was such a weird movie. And she had the relationship with Noah Wiley, who is... Um, Patrick Swayze's in that movie. Yeah. Everyone's in that movie. The fucking Swayze is in it. Apparently, Swayze, Swayze provided a lot of the uh, wardrobe for that movie. He just broke out his shit from the 80s and was like, all right, guys, have hats. He wanted into Boondock Saints so bad. <laughs> That's my favorite Patrick Swayze story. Really? Do tell. He wanted the William Defoe role. Well, okay, so there's this documentary out. The guy who made and wrote Boondock Saints, it was like the ultimate head case, talented Hollywood story of like made it but didn't make it. And so I wish I remembered his name. That's embarrassing. We'll call it, it's Sean or Patrick. This guy's hardcore Irish. I mean, he wrote Boondock Saints and wanted to, and directed it and did the whole shebang. So Weinstein gets in touch with him. Might have even been like a weird Kevin Smith connection. Like Miramax in the 90s was all over it. Somebody Miramax, whip out, somebody's got to whip the out shit. their phone for yeah. when Boondock Saints was shot because when does Swayze die? Oh, <laughs> no. Valid. Nah, Boondock Saints was out way before. I mean, Swayze it's dies in like... 98 is when it comes out. When does Swayze, like, Swayze get died. diagnosed? Uh, he got diagnosed after Donnie Darko. And Donnie Darko was like, oh, one, oh, two. So we're, we're in a real tight yeah. window of him feeling good. This is why he's going for the film roles. So Weinstein and him sit down, and they're penciling over rights and money and all sorts of shenanigans. And the Mick writer director is playing hardball with Weinstein, which is hilarious because he's the most powerful person in Hollywood at the time, bar none, like not even close Ford, you know, Francis Ford Coppola would pay (laughs) homage and be very willing to do a movie deal with this guy. And so they sit down and they decide that they're going to open and buy a bar together in California as a commitment to, to doing the movie as producer and director and making it right. So they start doing it, but then the negotiations get, like, crazy. They have, like, the script. They have the whatnot. And the the bar is, like, used as, like, a casting call where they're trying to get hype for this movie and who's going to be in it and who's going to be the stars. And Swayze comes in and meets with this Irish director-writer about, like, really wanting a role and, like, this is how, like, oh, my gosh, yeah, to have Patrick Swayze in this film, this is such a huge deal, oh, my gosh, finally, like, some star power. Because Boondock Saints didn't really have many stars for the time. No. no. I mean, William Defoe is really yeah. the guy. And, and, I mean, he wasn't even, he wasn't huge then. I mean, he nah, was he, like, Platoon. He yeah. pretty much had Platoon yeah, at that Platoon, point. Yeah, Platoon, that's right, absolutely. Yeah, because this was before he was doing Spider-Man and yep. stuff like that. Exactly. And so they they break up, basically, over the fact that, like, the Hollywood tabloids go crazy with Patrick Swayze is going to be in Boondock Saints. And Weinstein was, like, straight up, we're not having Patrick Swayze. And 
The guy's just like, well, yeah, we're not going to have him, but I'm going to interview him and make it pretend like we're going to have him. And then you know what? Because you're being a dick, maybe we'll have him. Let's not play hardball here, Weinstein. And Weinstein just goes, we're done. We're closing the bar. I'm taking my half. Good luck with your movie that's never going to get made. Now, he makes Boondock Saints on an independent budget with these no-name actors who have taken off in different ways now. I mean, Norman Reedus is set for life with Walking Dead. Yeah. He, he got it. He finally got it after waiting for 20 years for a role that he could sink his teeth into after Boondock. That's money. You know, that's, that's fantastic for him. But other than that, no real big names. Like we said, William Defoe, and that was the role that Patrick Swayze wanted, was the, the crazy eccentric detective rocking it out. William Defoe. So then the movie goes to Cannes, and Weinstein, like, literally tries to manipulate it, like, straight-up political style, where nobody sees it, and it doesn't get a big hype, and it's not released. So then it barely gets a theatrical release. But this is the beginning of independent shenanigans, where the guy releases the DVD with, like, a moderate, like, 100 grand. That's what he gets for selling the DVD rights. And within, like, 8 to 10 years everyone and their mother has seen Boondock Saints and the DVDs are grossing billions and he gets nothing. And this is why Boondock Saints 2 exists. (laughs) Money, not quality. Quality, no money. He wants to get his money back. We should go buy one. Just We owe it to him. Of Boondock Saints yeah. 2? It might yeah. as well be an offering mm-hmm. to the Catholic Church, seriously. <laughs> That's okay. I'm trying to lay Swayze Sweet. over Defoe's character, and it's just not its not working for me. Yeah. How does the homosexual vibe come through? I mean, Defoe was so cool, creepy in how he did it, you know? Well, I mean, Swayze was creepy in Donnie Darko. He was a pedophile in that one. Exactly. I mean, so he got the he got his role. He got his creep role. I think it's kind of funny that you think Defoe was not big yet. Because when I saw Boondock Saints, I thought, oh, I thought he'd already done everything. Well, he, I mean, he was he was known. I mean, born on the Fourth of July, Off Limits was big. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, for me, it was like he was on Fishing with John. You know, he's just a creep, man. When you look at William, he's just you know, Streets of Fire was a big title. That was really kind of where I remember first seeing William Defoe. What was that? What was that vampire movie he made with Malkovich, like Nosferatu? Yeah, that was really uh, weird. Like terrible, but it's cult shenanigans it where like really they're making weird. a film about Dracula and he's an actual vampire and he keeps killing the crew so that they can't make the movie. And Malkovich <laughs> is like the director. <laughs> you can't kill the sound man. How are we supposed to record God, the sound? What the fuck was the name of that movie? My memory is just shit. Was it like a Nosferatu like remake slash rehash where it had the same title? Yeah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta use see that. that now. I gotta see that. I gotta check that out. Thank God we don't use smartphones. Otherwise we'd come off like we knew what we were talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We want tablets or any... No. Solid information. Yeah. All I'd have to do is reach into my pocket. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> We're good. Swayze cross-dressing and gay was, it wasn't as oh, yeah, bad yeah. as... Wu, uh, Wang like, Fu. Like what he brought with his whole uh, process of, of the murder scene, I just can't see Swayze floating through the murder scene the same way that Defoe did in Boondock Saints. Yeah. Because there was a very, there was a cool way in which, he, you know, he pulled that off, and I don't know if that would have... Been as cool with Swayze. Yeah. Thinking with Weinstein. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's weird when actors like advocate for parts. You know, um, what was her name? Sean Young. She originally like was like the hugest. Like she wanted to play Catwoman so bad before they gave it to Michelle Pfeiffer. Like she went on like talk shows dressed as fucking Catwoman. Like people just thought like she'd fucking like lost her shit. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, when the prequels were coming out, he went on, he used the talk show to get his way into Star Wars. Yep. Because he was like, yep. I, I wonder that. if he had to fight for Shaft. <laughs> no. Or if that was a suit. I think they were just, I think, I think Shaft was written for him. <laughs> I'd really like to play Shaft. <laughs> uh, you are Shaft, sir. <laughs> Shaft away. Shaft. <laughs> what have you guys had to, uh, are you a big shopping list for Christmas this year? No, no, I'm poor. Okay, I'm, I'm I, I don't have a like family like in the so you know no <laughs> I don't no, I, I don't buying have a for family. no one yeah <laughs> nothing for your folks nothing just yeah, you nothing. know when I when I see them I'll take them out to dinner or something right on well there's a lot of people that don't yeah. exchange gifts how how about you Caleb I've just been rocking eBay it's so 
ridiculously easy. And I've ne- I like literally had never used it until like two years ago. And suddenly it was like, I should get this random thing that I haven't seen in forever. That would be fun. Where would I find that? How about eBay? How does this work? I put in a credit card and then, oh, I'd submit. And oh, wow, it arrived seven days later. And ever since, it's just been like, oh, I haven't spent money in a while. Let's go on eBay, find some stuff that I <laughs> that I don't need, but I really want. I had to like actually like break myself away from eBay. Like I had an eBay addiction. Like I was looking for like you know vintage guitar amplifiers that I don't need or necessarily really have the money for. If you, spend, I was buying records straight from England. Like oh, like okay, Echo and the Bunnymen album. I've got to get the English Corova copy. So I was buying records from England, having them shipped. If your cart has over $250 worth of things, stop. But (laughs) I just do the trinkets. I really do. I mean, like, recently I've been rocking hockey jerseys, which is, like, the most amazing way to, like, really impress friends without spending a ridiculous amount of money. Because, like, you, you go to the XL Center, you buy, like, a hockey jersey at a game, okay? You're spending $185, Oh, at least, at least. At least. Yeah. Standard. Okay. I mean, if you want to get it customized. and You look up your player on eBay, and you're going to get 43 results. And of those, you got it like a 75% chance of hitting the size, and you got like a 70% chance of getting the style you want. And it's going for 58 to $85. Holy shit. Yeah, you go on NHL.com. Before you even put like a player, a number, or anything like that on yeah. it, it's starting at like one fifty or that's something. That's what I'm saying, and I'm finding players and everything I possibly want. I mean, we're talking rando. I don't, I don't want to give away any Christmas presents, but at the same time, I don't, I don't know if these hockey guys are gonna quite get it in the next week or two. We got the Christmas party coming up, but straight up, Alexander Barkov in his second year at the NHL, Florida Panthers, seventy five dollars, the new remade jersey XL. That's nice. a $300 jersey. Like, yeah. that's, that's insane. You don't find that. And then it's like, oh, well, some random guy decided to not be a Panthers fan anymore. 75 bucks. Game right. on. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably a 100% chance if you wear a hockey jersey, you're not going to get laid because they are just not a complimentary thing to wear without, you know, actually being on the ice. I know if I wear a hockey jersey, I look like I'm about three and a half bills. I'm sorry, what, where are we right now? Are we in Minnesota? The state of hockey? <laughs> ah, fuck, yeah. I think they, I, that's I was terrible. Say, just go hang out by the XL Center. I mean, heck, even if I'm like wearing my Caps jerseys, like, I think I'm going to do all right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe at the hockey game it might pass, but it's yeah, the it's best tough. way to get attraction without trying. And I even pulled like a, I mean, like, I didn't pull. Let's just pump the brakes. It's weird. Here. When I was in Missouri, I rocked a Tarasenko jersey at a bar. And again, I'm from Minnesota. And, like, the Missouri chick comes up. She was flirting with my friend first, but then she's, like, making conversation with me. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, any guy who's rocking, like, a sports jersey is, like, hot shit in Missouri. Everybody knows that. And it's, I, I, dude, watch out for that, uh, the trash. They love those jerseys. Missouri, man, that's a weird fucking place. I actually stopped in, like, this Amazonian town once when I was, like, 20. They don't have a football team. Yeah, like... <laughs> Kansas City, what is that on the... Uh, Kansas City's in Kansas. St. Louis Rams are in L.A. Continue with how <laughs> fucked up Missouri is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just this... T- there were, like, no guys in the town. There was just, like, this one little Opie kid. And, like, as soon as they saw me, and I'm with my girlfriend at the time, we're moving from uh, Wisconsin to Phoenix. And, like, holy shit, they were just like, oh, a man. Like, we stopped into, like, Taco Bell. It is a good, like, food. They were just like... So how, how, how are you doing here? And, like, I'm thinking they're thinking, like, ways they're just going to, like, kill my girlfriend, then abduct me and use me to make more Amazon. <laughs> are you and sure this wasn't World War II France? And like, like, what is going <laughs> seriously, on? Seriously, they had, like, this little Opie kid in the back. And, like, they're, like, whispering something to him. He goes running across to McDonald's. All of a sudden, I see, like, all of the female staff coming out of McDonald's. And they're just, like, and then he's going over to the KFC. And they're coming out of the KFC. And I was like, oh, honey, we got to go Are you sure now. you haven't dropped acid? Because I feel like yeah, you I have. I swear to God, that sounds like a hallucination. <laughs> that sounds like a dream that you thought was real, then you knew it was a dream, and you no. told yourself it was real. It was all too real. It was scary. And it was, it's off 35. The town is off 35. An Amazonian town in Missouri. Yeah, off 35. Are you sure? It's probably Mark Twain's birthplace or it something. Was, it, was, it was really weird. You might have been inadvertently up. poisoned. 
I'm just saying. Pretty crazy. <laughs> I've been tr- I've been looking for gifts, and uh, eBay is a great source. But uh, I have so many people that are impossible to buy for. When you're, you know, w- once you're over 25, 30 years old, what don't you have that you haven't already bought for yourself that you'd feel comfortable asking another person for? Right, because that's but, usually I buy for myself, so I'm usually pretty good yeah. every now and then. Actually, Jim, if you wanted, I mean, you know, you could get me a you know, on those 4K TVs, maybe a, you know, the new mega PlayStation. Right. So when, right. Like, so when Matt, the new Mass Effect comes out, I can play it in 4K? I'm with you. You look at your list, you're like, well, let's see, what do I want to ask for for my parents? Uh, I don't know, a car would be great. <laughs> <laughs> right. New computer would be wonderful. Does anybody want to co-sign on this uh, <laughs> business venture? <laughs> right. But you, don't, you know, you've already bought the movie, the video game, the in most cases, the video game system. You aren't going to, you know, Exchange with your buddy and say, well, I've been uh, looking at this new living room set. That would be nice. <laughs> it's hard to buy for people. So we have... Uh, we Seriously, got... there's this chaise lounge. That's so me. <laughs> like, I just bought a chaise lounge. <laughs> Did you really? It's for the office. Yeah, I mean, it's a fainting couch, whatever. It's almost the exact same thing. But I straight up bought a chaise lounge like <laughs> three months ago. Not on eBay, on Let Go. That's a game changer as well. Mm, the dirty, the dirty Craigslist. Yep. The, hey, we all have credibility. Let me just roll up to your garage. This should be okay. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's better than Craigslist because it's an app. It's recently <laughs> stolen merchandise that you can get almost instantly with almost no record of it. Oh. Just immediate, like an immediate fencing application. So that's probably what happened to OB Speaker when uh, Shithead stole it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was probably immediately fenced through Let Go. Yeah, I didn't ask for a receipt. That's true. Yeah, and, and they're real. They're real convenient. Like the no price is too low on let go. You know, they're coming at you at five hundred. You're like, well, fifty bucks sold. Just, sold. Just get it out of here. Just get it. Go. It's like it's like a classic motorcycle, and they put price negotiable, like starting at zero. You're like, what? It's like a 1920s Harley Davidson. It could like, be a twenty like grand investment if it, I was put twelve hours into refurbishing it, and it's just like mm, negotiable. What are you thinking? Fifty? Fifty? Hundred? Twenty? Twenty-five? 20? Yeah, absolutely. Do, do you have a 25? bill on you? Do you have a bill with a president on you? You have a way to get this motorcycle off the property? Well, I, I'm probably going to drive it. Okay, yeah, it's yours. <laughs> We uh, will fill it up. We were working so hard to get uh, a Christmas that was going to be easy on my wife's side of the family because we have so many people that live in different states. And so on the holidays, everybody's going to kind of converge on our folks' house and we're going to celebrate Christmas. And usually it works out that we kind of all are like exchanging $25 bills. Like, here's your gift card. Here's your gift card. So one member's like, why don't we do Secret Santa? Oh, man, that can work and that can be... That can be awesome, and that can be shit. We're on the shit side. Okay. We're on the shit side. This is a kill of three hours of planning. It was was terrible. So we immediately at Thanksgiving draw names. Okay. And the topic comes up of, well, what's the the price going to be? You know, what's the ceiling on things going to be? And so my wife says, well, if we all, you know, if there's eight of us, we usually spend $25 a piece. Why don't we buy each other a little nicer gift? We'll put the ceiling at like a hundred bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And then we don't, you know, you'll actually save a hundred dollars because you're not buying for eight people. Right. Everybody agrees, except the people that don't live in town. So we draw names, and of course, my wife's real, you know, doll. She's pretty organized about shit. So she's immediately buying, right? Right. She's, she's decided who she's gonna buy for. I kind of pick something up for somebody, and then all of a sudden, like two days ago, it comes out, well, uh, let's do a thirty-five dollar ceiling. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Should not have gone with jewelry. Wow. This backfired. <laughs> yeah. It's better than doing like the secret Santa thing where you put the gift in the tree. What is that called? Where you like get the white the elephant what, yeah. gift or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. We didn't do that, but yeah, I now. I got boned with that once. So, I had that proposed today. Or, yeah, I got that proposed because we're doing, we're actually doing an early Christmas. I have family in Missouri. That's why there's been references. So I'm going down there on, uh, on, on See, he knows about this Amazonian town I'm, thing. He's not, he's not telling. He's making me sound like crazy. And he's like, that's what we do. I said it was Fuck. the birthplace of Mark Twain. If you can't Google that and put it together, then you don't deserve to know the name. How, of do, you, how do you talk about places you like? I, I, I chimed in on Arizona, too. I left that state as fast as I could Sweet 10 years ago. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, when you're, yeah. Beautiful yeah. nights. I moved. I know. Beautiful, beautiful nights. nights. Beautiful nights. Beautiful nights. 
Not to say like I moved there, then got the fuck back out. Did after I sleep five till months. eight p.m.? Did I sleep till eight p.m.? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. There's Just a reason. Nights. There's a reason. <laughs> we got into the awfully but. awkward text thread of my wife saying, "Well, thirty-five dollars, you know, fuck that. I don't. Yeah. Well, just, I just I'll just give everybody a gift. And yeah. so now, now like there was, there was like a little text war between family members, and now all communication's gone zero. Like oh, it's boy. blacked out. Oh no. And so now we're all supposed to arrive on New Year's Eve. Like there isn't there isn't shit going on. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like wow. you didn't just insult this person's income and you know, it got weird. It got, it got just suddenly weird because people were like chiming in on texts that weren't, you know, like I think one person was just kind of being funny and the other person's like, you are a cheap asshole. You know? <laughs> it's just like, Oh shit. Dude. I always hated you. <laughs> it all comes out for the holidays. Pulls out the old Anakin. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. Dude, you, you better watch yourself because your wifey is going to rock like presents for everyone at 30, like just the straight up three baskets of gifts from the car and it's just going to put a big old red target on her for the entire Christmas so festivities. I think so too. And she's like, I'm going to, but she's going to, the people that aren't involved in it, she wants to buy really nice gifts for. Oh, and then give everybody else like gifts that we've gotten in the past that we've never opened, like the bread maker. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The, it's an oaster. Right. <laughs> has five speeds. She doesn't forgive quick, my wife. <laughs> like once she's been slighted, it, she carries it with her for several decades, you know? So it takes her a long time to get over things. Yeah, she, yeah it's called being a girl. Yeah. It's, it's the ask for. <laughs> it's the ask for. There is no way that you, I mean, like you're in for a heartbreak when you're being most generous and people are going to cut you down for it. Yeah. Game over. Nope. I, I don't. Came I don't, over, man. Came over. This has got to be a fairly common theme amongst. Like, what do you think? One out of five families has it go sideways. This type of a, a gift giving experience when you're in. Yeah, your I've only 30s, gotten. 40s. I've only gotten involved with it once, and it actually was like the best gift I've ever gotten. Someone, um, Goose. Actually, this is how Goose got his name, Goose. So when we were growing up, we'd always watch Top Gun. Right, and then like we'd kind of like arrange the furniture so it'd be like you know like the cockpit of an F fourteen. And I was always fucking Maverick because I'm the oldest, you know? Fuck you, you know? I discovered this movie. I'm Maverick. You took Tom Cruise. Yeah. You were so, way too tall to be Tom and Cruise. Like, so, well, you know, when I was a kid. It, oh, it was, fair enough. Yeah, you were probably like 5'2". <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. That Never mind. Yeah, it, was, it worked. <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, just be like, shut the fuck up. Get in the back, goose. <laughs> and so I always made him be goose. <laughs> and like, he'd be like, well, man, but then I die in the movie. And I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. You'll... you'll You'll be Merlin later. But you were married <laughs> to Meg Ryan. So yeah, I was going to say, Goose okay. is Meg Ryan. So, yeah, exactly. Had a good time in Meg Ryan's career. The, yeah, probably yeah. maybe the best. Peaking, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and on her Billy way. Billy Crystal arrived. And then... Uh, and things went south. So, anyway, so I always made him fucking be a Goose. And he would always argue. And it was just this thing we always had. So, finally, like, I went online and, like, I, I sabotaged the Secret Santa so that I would get Goose. And I went online I got him a fucking Goose t-shirt. It's straight up goose. And so, like, as soon as he opened it, he starts cracking up. He's like, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. I was like, yeah, who's goose now, huh? <laughs> he was just like, I'm like, yeah, I don't have the fucking T-shirt. You've got the fucking T-shirt. You're fucking goose. Did you both have the aviators? I still have the aviators. I hope my Christmas goes that well. I hope it's all just like, ah, but I don't think it's going to go that way. Danger zone. <laughs> it is gonna. It's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> my my. Uh, I, I had one of my brother in laws actually. I mean, he just torpedoed the fuck out of me. Right, we're in this text thing, and I'm like trying to support my wife a little bit. Like, well, come on, you know, we can all buy something a little nicer. And he straight up hits me with this: um, "Aren't we grown ups, Jim? Do you need Santa Claus?" Oh, I kind of do. Fucker. Yeah. I, kinda, <laughs> I was kind of thinking about it would be nice to give you something, you know. Yeah. Hey, generous. asshole. Yeah. Instead, I'm immature. You awesome. got You got oh, honeyed. Oh, honey. No, we don't do <laughs> presents anymore. It's like, wow, you could not have made me feel like a child in any more oh, possible yeah. way. And the funny thing is, like, the, your first reaction is like a childish reaction. You just want to kick him in the balls. Right. <laughs> Reinforcing his exact <laughs> comment in the first and, Yeah, because the second you kick him in the balls, he's just like, you just reinforced it. <laughs> he did. He cut my throat right there in front of the entire family. So I just backed off the whole text thread, which I thought would be effective, but things, now it was just the girls that were texting. Ooh. And so then all of okay. the girls stopped, stopped talking to one another without actually 
you know, confronting one another, they've passive aggressively, like my wife came to me and said, I'm not talking to her anymore. <laughs> I'm like, well, that'll be fun at Christmas. Yeah. That'll be good. It, yeah. it spread like a zombie virus. Once one of them gets bit, it's, they're just going to, they're going to go. Yeah. So much so that now the mom isn't going to make dinner and has <gasps> put it on her husband and myself to prepare dinner because she doesn't even want to really be involved in it. Why and you're like the son in like the son in law. You're not even just, like like damn. you don't even have like blood. Why yeah, would you don't even have a proper that? title? <laughs> this, <laughs> this is, is another example you in and make you fucking cook for him. Yeah, your generosity is going to backfire you in the same way. I know. Your wife's generosity is going to backfire. You stepped it, into a trap, my friend. Yes. And you've already lost. This happens yeah. to me a lot. I try. I, I I overperform and try. I try to like be an even better friend or better brother or brother better husband. And before I know it. I'm cooking, cleaning, doing dishes, and fuck you. Yep. It's like that guy Thanks in uh, the movie. Thanks for all the presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that guy in the fucking movie Green Berets, man. That old John Wayne movie. You know, they're on their way back to base. Everything's going to be good and all right. They're like, hey, you know, what position do you want? He's like, I want point. You know, I'm on point. He goes on point. Yeah, he gets fucking put in the trap and uh, killed. False. Mm-hmm. John That's Wayne me. dies in That's three. you. John Wayne dies in three movies ever. Okay, if you play the John Wayne role, you're gonna make it. Up. No, no, John Wayne's the command. You know, the guy that gets killed isn't John Wayne. I'm aware, but I'm just right. saying if you're, gonna take a, if you're gonna take a John Wayne role, you're gonna be fine 97 percent of the time. What piece of furniture did you just? So basically, buy? you, you just gotta go. What? You, you gotta Shane go. Slouch. Shane Slouch. That doesn't Shane feel very John, John John Wayne to me. Dude, John, <laughs> I, I smoke because of John Wayne. That's you know, you know uh, John Wayne probably had a chaise lounge. Haven't you told him the rules? He brought up smoke. Do you know I love smoking? I love he loves smoking. smoking. I love smoking. But he doesn't smoke. I'm passively I'm trying to end yeah. this podcast because I want to smoke, but I want to talk about John Wayne more. Well, before <laughs> we end the podcast, we have a lot of new listeners. It was dark for a second. Right, right around election time, we had kind of a little fallout. Like everybody went to CNN or Fox News and... They tuned everything out. I was actually a little depressed about it, wasn't I? You were supremely depressed. It's like, where'd everybody <laughs> no, go? Not man? even a little bit depressed. Like, I immediately pointed you basically, you basically just showed up to Christmas dinner and they made you cook. Yep. To be fair, <laughs> from what I understand, you guys are pretty easy on the politics and America drastically changed. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, it did. You yeah. know, people wanted to go to that station for a while. I just blamed you. I'm like, what'd you do? Yeah, what did you true. do? Yeah, that's true. Yep. That's true. So now that we have some, like, I guess you could call it an audience. Thank you, by the way. Yes, thank you guys for listening. You guys got to help us out. We need favorites. We need retweets. We need you to, to share the show. Can you yes. share the show, right? Right. It just takes a second. Little click, click on your, on your smartphone. Just little, hey, thumbs up. I like this. You know what? Actually, we really like hearing back from our fans, and we like hearing back from you. Even if you don't want to click and say, hey, I liked it, say you hated it. Let us know. We'll let Travis know that. Yeah. Also, exactly. (laughs) My thoughts exactly. If you could leave out feedback on Caleb's appearance. This is, again, a first-timer. Let's just go ahead and leave that blank. I thought you did a great job. We'll probably have to have you back. I need a a movie companion from time to time. He just shuts out modern (laughs) pop culture. I mean, seriously, you got that. I feel like we had at least 40 references. I feel like I did at least seven lines. I'm pretty sure there were two impersonations. I'm, I'm, I'm good for that. Yeah. I'm good for that. Hey, you guys yeah. want to smoke? Yep. Let's, yeah. That's John Wayne next week. All right. Well, I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Caleb, guest starring. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com, where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you could just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. I want a firm commitment. I think, um, Evelyn, that, uh, we've lost touch. Why? What's wrong? My need to engage in homicidal behavior on a massive scale cannot be corrected, but uh, I have no other way to fulfill my needs. We need to talk. Talk about what, Patrick? It's over. Evelyn, it's all over. Touchy, touchy. I'm sorry I brought up the wedding. Let's just avoid the issue, all right? Now, are we having coffee? I'm fucking serious. It's fucking over us. This is no joke. Uh, I don't think we should see each other anymore. But your friends are my friends. 
and my friends are your friends. I really don't think it would work. Something. I know that your friends are my friends, and, uh, and I, I've thought about that. You can have them. Really serious, aren't you? Yes, I am. What about the past? Our past? We never really shared one. You're inhuman. No, I'm in, I'm in touch with humanity. Evelyn, I'm uh, sorry. I just... Uh, you're not terribly important to me. Oh, no! 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 <laughs> I know my uh, behavior can be erratic sometimes. What do you want me to do? What is it that you want? If you really want to do something for me, then stop making this scene right now. Oh, God, I can't believe this. I'm leaving. I've assessed the situation and uh, I'm going. Where are you going? Just leaving. But where? I have to return some videotapes. <laughs>